Welcome to the Not Old Better Show on radio and podcast. I'm Paul Vogelsang, and today's episode is brought to you by Archives.com, Elysium Health, and Kachava. Check out our show notes today for more information about our sponsors, and please support the show by supporting our sponsors. Dear Not Old Better Show audience, our topic and guest today are exactly in line with your email requests to me over the last year. More information about health specifically wellness. Our guest today, Bill Rawls, MD, will give you just that, a deep look at this subject of wellness as author of the excellent new book, which I call a manual, (laughs) titled The Cellular Wellness Solution. A licensed physician for more than 30 years, Bill Rawls, MD, has dedicated his life to medicine. When a health crisis in his early 40s abruptly changed his quality of life, He came face-to-face with the limitations of modern medicine and began to explore the vast possibilities of alternative treatments for wellness. Restoring his health and wellness through holistic and herbal therapies inspired him to share his discoveries with us today on the importance of cellular wellness. Dr. Rawls' ambitions are huge to do all this, and we'll hear that today. My ambitions are big, and that is to change the way we look at chronic illness and aging and how herbs could really help us. It's time to take them off the shelf. And I realized a long time ago, I'm not going to change the healthcare system. I'm not going to change the medical machine. But if I can start a grassroots effort and change the way people think about these things and increase demand for them, then that is going to create that wave of change that others are going to become a part of. And and that's how we really make things happen. We'll jump into our full interview with Dr. Bill Rawls in just a moment, but I want to mention our sponsor, archives.com, real quick. Uncovering your family's history is simple and affordable at archives.com. Their tools are easy to use, but behind the scenes, powerful technology delivers valuable results. Archives.com is your one-stop shop for access to more than 11 billion records essential to family history. They have birth, marriage, and death certificates, as well as census and military records, newspapers, photos, and family trees. You can also take advantage of their online collection of 20,000 rare volumes of family and local history books. These unique records, paired with their other extensive collections, help you connect with your ancestors. They forge strong partnerships to bring you exclusive content and are constantly adding new records to their collections to make new discoveries possible. Find out why family historians trust Archives.com to make family history easy and intuitive. Start a free trial today and see what's available at Archives.com. They'll put family history at your fingertips. And now our interview with author, physician, and cellular wellness expert, Dr. Bill Rawls. So please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show on radio and podcast, Bill Rawls. Dr. Bill Rawls, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you so much for uh, giving me the opportunity to be here. Well, thank you so much for sharing the book. Uh, The title of the book is The Cellular Wellness Solution by Bill Rawls, MD. You've sent me a copy of it. I actually have it right here in my hands. I've really enjoyed it. We're going to talk about your book today. 
And we're going to talk about this idea of cellular wellness right down to the cellular level. It's a really fascinating title. And I wonder if you would just tell us, what does it mean to really look at or explore kind of our wellness down to the cellular level? Because I've always thought of wellness and health as being, if I've got a sore throat, I need to look at that as opposed to right down to the cells. So maybe tell us what that means. Yeah, it's uh, it took me a while to get there too, quite honestly. Um, about a decade of uh, going through a health crisis and finally getting my health back. And that shifted my thinking very far away from my conventional roots. But it still gets back to just the basic physical science. And, you know, you mentioned the sore throat. That's a symptom. So how we defined the absence of wellness or illness is symptoms. And we all know symptoms, what they are. And, but typically when I ask somebody, well, what's a symptom? They give me an example of, of a symptom or they kind of give me a vague uh, uh, representation of, well, it's something going wrong in the body. And so it's, it's, it's pretty nebulous when you re really get down to it. So I, I ask myself that question. What is a symptom? What are the roots of it? And when you really take it down to the basic level, it is cellular stress. It's our whole body is made of cells. You know, um, we are a composite of trillions of cells, about 200 different types of cells or more. Um, and it, if we feel well, it's because all of our cells are working in synergy. All of our cells are healthy and well. But if you have a symptom, it's because your cells are stressed and you can trace virtually any symptom to that cellular stress. So it's really it, it, when you get down on that level, you know, you, you can talk about symptoms more precisely. And I think that's really the value of it. Thank you. That, you know, that is that's really helpful, especially to hear it described as a symptom, as cellular stress as causing this. I think many in my audience, certainly those of us over age 65, I'm 65, most of us in this kind of this mature age category, we might just kind of think to ourselves, as I did, as I was reading through the book, how much more can I do to change at the cellular level? How how can I reverse aging? At our age, are we still able to kind of influence our cells in this way, kind of de-stress them? We can impact cellular health, um, but the, you can only go so far with that. And you can define aging in terms of cells and cellular wellness. So, you know, basically, uh, you know, we are we are beings of cells um, and everything that happens in the body is a function of cells, whether that's your heart breathing or your brain sending impulses or your thyroid gland producing hormone. It's all done by cells. So as after we are born, we can accumulate cells until about age 20. And that's when you're at your peak. That's when you're at your very best because you have uh, five to 10 times more cells than you actually need to survive. And all your cells are really, really healthy. So that's right at age 20. You know, they, it, it, it's uh, it, that that's why we're all we, we feel invulnerable when we're age age 20, because 
are invincible because you know that's that's when we're at our very best. But after that point, we slowly lose cells, and cells lose function for the rest of their lives, and it's because our cells lose energy. So how fast that happens really depends on how much you stress your cells. So there's a theory that if we had no cellular stress, if we you know, ate a perfect diet, were never exposed to toxins, exercised just the right amount, didn't have emotional stress, slept every perfectly every single night, and had just a really nice relationship with all the microbes that we encounter, we could theoretically live 120 years. That's when all of our cells would run dry. But of course, most people don't get there because of cellular stress. So when your cells are stressed by eating a bad diet, exposure to toxins, emotional stress, and the microbe is a much bigger factor than most people realize, that chronically stresses your cells. And when cells are stressed, they use more energy. So most of us live in a state of accelerated cell loss that we that our cellular functions uh, decline more rapidly than they should. And so a big part of longevity is taking care of your cells and reducing cellular stress. So the message is, yes, there is a limit. You know, we're all aging. But the more that you maximize cellular, uh, you optimize your cells and you minimize cellular stress, it's amazing what you can get back and how far you can carry that. We'll be right back with our interview with Dr. Bill Rawls about his new book, The Cellular Wellness Solution. This is a great interview. You're going to want to hear the rest of it, so stay tuned. Do you know what NAD is? I didn't before. And trust me, you're going to want to hear this. NAD is found in every single cell of your body. It's responsible for creating energy and regulating hundreds of cell functions. But NAD declines as you age. Lack of sleep, intense exercise, or too much sun can also deplete NAD levels. And decreased NAD levels are linked to faster biological aging. It can even slow down vital body functions. I mentioned earlier that Elysium Health is the sponsor of this episode. Now. You know that I am hypercritical of any supplements I put into my body. I do a ton of my own research. And what I appreciate about Elysium is how transparent they are about their research and evidence. This is a company that has dozens of the world's best scientists working with them. Seven of them have won a Nobel Prize. If you're like me and you've thought about the changes occurring in your body as you age, such as the feeling of general tiredness and fatigue that sets in, a change in your metabolism, or a longer workout recovery time, then you should consider Elysium's product, Basis. Basis is an NAD supplement that is clinically proven to increase levels of NAD by 40%. NAD helps our cells create energy. Basis has become my secret weapon to support the aging process. Basis by Elysium Health is a game changer, and it's a cornerstone of my daily routine, but you need to try it for yourself to experience the results. Here's what I want you to do. Go to trybasis.com slash notoldbetter, and when you enter our code notoldbetter at checkout, you'll save 10% off Basis prepaid plans as well 
as other Elysium Health supplements. That's trybasis.com slash not old better. All of this will be in our show notes today. And be sure to use our code not old better at checkout to save 10%. Thank you to Elysium Health for sponsoring this episode. The book is titled The Cellular Wellness Solution. Dr. Bill Rawls is with us today. The subtitle is Tap Into Your Full Health Potential with Science-Backed Power of Herbs. And the book departs a little bit. You you depart a little bit from kind of the medical norm to talk about the power of herbs. How does the intake of herbs actually help us? Yeah, this is something that I found by default. It wasn't something that I was looking for. It was I was desperate and I couldn't find anything else. And and conventional tools that I had learned were just were not helping me. Physicians weren't helping me. And out of desperation, I turned to herbal therapy, but really in a very, very different way than we come to know herbs. Most people think of herbs as just weak versions of drugs. And what I came to appreciate is the two are like apples and oranges. They just don't work anything alike. And so relying on herbs is a whole different approach. So what we're doing with drug therapy, you know, we develop symptoms, we uh, and the symptoms stay, stick around and we get desperate enough, we go to the doctor and the doctor does an evaluation, looks for that diagnosis, um, which is, you know, is a lot of people don't end up with a formal diagnosis. So they end up with multiple diagnoses because it's not a, it's, it's not a very, uh, accurate system. And we end up on drugs. So what the drugs are doing is artificially blocking enzymes or uh, hormone pathways to affect cellular behavior. So cells are acting differently to uh, reduce symptoms or slow a process of illness, Um, but it's artificial. So People don't typically get well when when a chronic illness is managed with drug therapy. They just stay in that state of managed illness. And right now, upwards of 60% of our population are struggling with a chronic illness, even though we're spending more and more on healthcare every single year. So I think there's a place for every drug, but when we look at herbs, they're doing something completely different. And I look at them from a very Western approach. So most people think of herbs as how we use drugs. We develop a symptom and we take the drug, herb, whatever, to get rid of that symptom. And it's generally thought that, well, herbs are just kind of weak versions of drugs, so they're not as potent, so they're not going to get rid of your symptoms as well. And what I learned is, that's a different way of looking at it. Uh, I learned a different way of looking at it that really portrays herbs very in in a different light in that what the herbs are doing is blocking cellular stress. So herbs, instead of artificially manipulating symptoms or processes, the herbs that I was using block the factors that were propelling the cellular stress that was driving the symptoms and driving the illness. 
So herbs block free radicals, herbs block toxic substance and neutralize toxins and protect our liver. Herbs promote good blood flow. Herbs have the ability to protect us from a lot of different microbes, which I found through my journey is a huge part of chronic illness, much more than so than is being currently recognized, though we've made some gained some grounds with COVID in the past several years. So uh, so what the herbs are doing is blocking cellular stress. So while that doesn't eradicate the symptom immediately, when you reduce cellular stress, that allows cells to recover. And when cells recover, those symptoms gradually melt away. So the herbs take longer to work, but they actually are truly promoting healing and promoting wellness, where drugs really aren't promoting healing. They're just artificially blocking progression of the illness. So it's two very different things. This is just all fascinating, Dr. Rawls. So they take a little longer to work. They're not quite as potent, but they do block free radicals. They promote good blood flow. I was kind of taking a, a few a few notes there as you were talking. Why is the public perception of, of verbal therapy limited then uh, regarding herbs and, and chronic pain and aging? I think this is longstanding, and it really goes back to the earliest part of the 20th century. So before, say, 1930 or so, Um, Many physicians did use herbs and herbs were much more widely used. Um, But, you know, we all liked uh, symptom eradication pretty quickly. So, you know, people want something that's potent that's going to get rid of the symptom pretty rapidly. And there's a place for that. You know, I mean, there's there's a purpose and a place for every drug out there. And sometimes reducing the impact of symptoms uh, acutely is really important in that recovery process. But the, uh, the American Medical Association back in the 1930s was the licensing body to, for all physicians in the country. And they put out a decree that physicians would limit their practice to drugs and surgery. And that pretty much shut down all research and all use of, of any uh, other options outside the mainstream healthcare or medical system. Um, and I know that sounds mm, a little strong, but they did it. There were good reasons to do it. And the issue was that herbal therapy wasn't well standardized. And it doesn't necessarily need to be standardized because it's not as toxic as drug therapy. So you know, what they wanted physicians in San Francisco to be using the same thing as physicians in New York or Georgia or North Carolina or anywhere else. And and the, the doses of drug therapies could be more easily standardized by with than herbs because it was just a single chemical. So they, the idea was just standardization of care. So I get it. I think that's very reasonable. But what we did unknowingly was shut out this really important healing modality that we pretty much put on a shelf and kept it there for the past 100 years. And so we're just starting to take it off the shelf and look at it again. And I think for the past 20 or 30 years, a lot of people that have been using herbal therapy have been looking at it from a traditional point of view. 
So we have traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine in India, various different types of medicine in North America, both native North American and and uh, and uh, derivations of European medicine and European uh, traditional medicine. So all of these things were based on observation. In other words, I am evaluating the person and they have this symptom profile. So I know that these herbs can be applied to that. But it, we really had no capacity to get down to the cellular and microscopic level to understand what the herbs are actually doing. So that's only been in the past couple of decades. Um, you know, I've said many times, I could not have written this book 10 years ago because the research just wasn't there. So we've had an explosion of research in understanding how the complex chemistry of the herbs actually work. And I find that just to be fascinating. I mentioned our sponsor today is Kachava. And I want to tell you all about Kachava, which is my all-in-one daily super blend. If you're worried you aren't getting all the nutrients you need or struggling to stay on top of your health, then listen up because Kachava has you covered. Kachava puts everything your body needs in one glass so you can have it all. All of us in the Not All Better Show audience know we need these superfoods as we age. We need all the vitamins, all the omegas, all the adaptogens, all the greens, all the protein, and all the benefits for your gut, for your skin, your hair, your brain, your muscles, and your heart, your whole health, especially as we age. No more compromise. No more guilt. No other nutrition shake does all this. The Kachava team traveled to the ends of the earth to source all the vitamins and crush it up. Kachava is a powder. You take two scoops, just add water, blend it up, and it tastes incredible. They have five delicious flavors. I really love the chocolate and vanilla, but chai is great too, and I've added it to my personal favorites. Look, I'm recording this first thing this morning, and I've already had my kachava for breakfast. Yesterday, I did the same, and it kept me full for hours. There's just no way I could get all these nutrients with my normal diet. Again, as we age, dear Not Old Better Show audience, we need this special blend of nutrients. Trying to manage all the supplements and ingredients you should be taking, it's overwhelming and expensive, but now... Kachava makes clean, organic, superfood nutrition accessible to everyone. Listen, I'll tell you, I'm loving Kachava, and you've got to go try Kachava for yourself. And right now, for a limited time, Kachava is offering 10% off to our Not Old Better Show audience. Go to kachava.com slash better. That's Kachava, spelled K-A-C-H-A-V-A dot com slash better. All this will be in our show notes. but. Go to kachava.com and get 10% off your first order. That's kachava.com slash better. Thanks, everybody. And now back with the final segment in our interview with author, physician, expert on wellness, Dr. Bill Rawls, who's written the new book, The Cellular Wellness Solution. I found the book fascinating. It's the title again by Dr. Rawls is The Cellular Wellness Solution and... Um, as an MD, you, you certainly have your your foot there in in the science camp, yet have this wonderful. Uh, I, I really am going to refer to it almost as a, a manual. That uh, again, I've got it in my hands for uh, my audience to just consider, and and 
one recommendation is just go pick up the book and learn about this. But how do you recommend to our audience that, that we get that we get started with this herbal therapy? Um, yeah, it's um, fortunately it's pretty darn forgiving. But I I uh, tried to give people some good information to get started from the very beginning, and I I think. You know, I can remember a time when I was first getting started with this, where I'd walk into a, a natural food store and look at the shelves and just look at all the herbs and be just completely and totally overwhelmed and not know what I was doing. Um, but the good news is most of the things that you would find in a health food store are pretty safe and you can't get into too much trouble with. Um, most of the products out there, just because of how we go about things, are oriented toward symptom relief or, you know, targeted uh, uh, symptoms, you know, like if you have uh, sinus infection or uh, intestinal issues or, or joint discomfort, you know, the products are going to be aligned with that. But what I'm trying to do, my goal in life is to turn people on to the remarkable potential that just taking herbs every day can have for your general health. And that's where I want to orient people with this particular book, is that just by taking a handful of herbal capsules and some basic herbs, that you can protect yourselves and protect your health like nothing else you can do. Even healthy diet, exercise, it complements all of those things, but it just surpasses it. And it's really something that we shouldn't be missing out on that is just so remarkably important. Well, I wonder if you'd tell us a little bit about this uh, herbal therapy and, and its importance to, to aging. What are the herbs that we really need to kind of focus on? If, if cells are losing function at 20, you know, um, yeah. what do we do now? Absolutely. Well, mm -hmm. so far I've talked about herbs very generically. And one of the things that I do in the book is help orient people to what herbs would be used for what purposes. Um, so as we've said, you know, what, what the herbs are doing is protecting ourselves from stress, a lot of different kinds of stress factors. So the reason they're doing that is because the, of the complex chemistry that we call phytochemistry of the herb or the plant. So plants are having to protect their cells just like we are. And plants have been uh, cited as the, the best chemist on the planet because plants are solving problems with chemistry. They are producing these chemicals to counteract the things that would uh, uh, threaten their cells free radicals, toxic substances, radiation, and microbes of every variety. So this complex chemistry is like a cellular defense system. So when we take an herb, we are taking that. But that phytochemistry of the plant also includes signaling agents. So uh, for us to, to survive, all of our cells have to be uh, coordinated, all of these functions. And that's what we use hormones, neurotransmitters, and signaling agents for is cells talking to one another. So if cells can talk to another, one another, they can, they can help each other. They can work in synchrony. Um, well, the plant's doing the same thing. So there are signaling agents in the plant 
that are much like ours. So taking a nerve, we often get a balancing effect from those neurotran those different signaling agents the plant's using. So that chemistry we're getting in the herb is very complex. Different plants solve different problems depending on their natural environment. So different plants have different characteristics. So there are a lot of different plants and a lot of different plants that we define as herbs. Um, so we have a range of different benefits. So some of those signaling agents are going to have a very strong effect. Um, uh, for example, uh, California or, or uh, poppies um, have opioids that can react to ours and they have, you know, they have that narcotic effect. Um, uh, strong plants like marijuana can certainly affect how we feel because of those signaling agents the plant's producing. So there's some things that I put in a category of, yeah, those are things that, that are, are things that you wouldn't want to take on a daily basis. So I created this herbal spectrum to define what are the range of herbs in different places that you would want to take on an everyday basis. So the spectrum starts at one end with just food plants, and at the other end is strong plants with drug-like properties and often that end up being drugs. So in that spectrum, I created this safety zone that we call the green zone, um, where you find herbs that are safe to take on an everyday basis. So everyday herbs are herbs that don't have drug-like effects. They have a low potential for adverse reactions and their properties are primarily protective. So taking them every day long-term really has not been associated with any issues. And there are a lot of herbs in that category, but some favorites, um, Top of my list is rhodiola. This is an herb that is native to Siberia, but we've actually found related species in the Appalachian Mountains of North America. So we found a lot of plants that are related around the world. So rhodiola helps us uh, adapt to physical stress. It increases oxygenation of our tissues. It protects our organs. Um, it balances immune functions. And it really is a wonderful herb. I, um, I used to take it, my, my kids like to ski, and they, I would go out to skiing trips in Colorado. So we would bounce from sea level to 11,000 feet uh, the next day, which is just a recipe for altitude sickness. And I would always load up on rhodiola before I went, and, um, you know, and, and I did fine. So rhodiola helps us adapt to certain physical stresses. Rishi is another favorite. Um, that's a mushroom. So we talk about plants, but a lot of our mushrooms have very similar properties. And mushrooms, like plants, extend all the way from ones that are poisonous to ones that can save our lives and protect our health. And rishi is one of those. So reishi has been studied for its, uh, its a wonderful anti-cancer effects, um, immune balancing effects. It has antiviral properties. So it's another one that you can take every day that doesn't have any drug-like effects. Um, turmeric, everybody's heard of that. That's what's in curry from India. And it is thought that 
um, that the, the people of India have a very low incidence of cancer and Alzheimer's because of all the turmeric they consume in their curries. Uh, go to Kola is another herb from India. And I, uh, that, that's a favorite. It protects our brain. It's a long-term uh, herb or, or a, long, a well-known herb that uh, really gives us some wonderful uh, effects for helping us think better. Um, it also has some great anti-diabetic effects, and we could all use that at this point in life. Um, milk thistle, that one is really important. Um, milk thistle is an herb that protects our liver cells. So as we get older, we lose liver cells. This is a big deal. Um, you know, I used to do laparoscopic surgeries where I'd look inside uh, people's abdomen and I always looked at the liver and age 20, people would have a nice beefy red liver. By age 40 or 50, their liver was starting to get this kind of yellow model look. And it's because of liver cells being replaced with fat cells. So about 25% of the population has fatty liver. And what we lose is a lot. We lose the ability to process cholesterol. It's one of the reasons our cholesterol goes up. Uh, we don't manage blood sugar as well. And we lose the ability to process toxic substances at a time when we need it very most. So you lose the ability to, toxic to, to process toxic substances and your cells are just getting hit harder and harder the more you age. So I've been taking milk thistle for about 15 years. Um, my cholesterol, uh, interestingly, I got it checked about six months ago and it was lower than when I was in my 40s. Yeah. So I think it's a really important adjunct. It doesn't lower cholesterol directly, but by protecting our liver, that allows us to manage cholesterol more appropriately and longer. And all these statin drugs that people are on, they actually, the statin drugs actually increase hardening of the arteries and they're really hard on liver cells. So it's an option that some people need um, if their cholesterol goes too high, but it's, it doesn't, it's not an ideal solution for sure. Um, and then one final one I put on the list was an interesting substance called shilajit that's actually from the Himalayas. And it is plant substances, plant phytochemicals that have been fermented by so soil bacteria. And uh, this has been used, it's been recognized as a uh, life-promoting substance in India for hundreds of years. Um, but I actually found that uh, Native Americans in Alaska and Canada were using this same substance because of its health benefits. Um, and the deal is that long time ago, for hundreds of thousands of years, while we were eating a forage food diet, we were eating on the ground. And we were getting a lot of dirt and, and substances from the soil that were fermented by bacteria, specifically substances called fulvic acid and humic acid um, that are really good for our gut and a lot of other things. And we're just not getting these things anymore in our diet. So that was one I added on to make sure just to cover as many bases of things that we were missing as I could. 
Um, but that's a pretty good place to get started, just with some everyday herbs. Good advice. Uh, our guest today, of course, has been Dr. Bill Rawls. The Power of Herbs. This is all science-backed. The title of the book, again, is The Cellular Wellness Solution by Dr. Rawls. Timely, of course, talking about COVID, talking about uh, flu, talking about all of these um, conditions and the power of herbs to work with some of that. So, Dr. Rawls, thanks for your time today. Thanks for the excellent book. I I just cannot recommend this enough to our audience. Again, I kind of am treating it as though it's a manual. I hope it's okay to say that, Dr. Rawls, but it's dog-eared already. I've enjoyed it, and I've enjoyed talking to you. Thanks for your time. Have a great rest of your day, and please come back and uh, talk to us again. I I know our audience is going to be eager to learn about this and, and eager to learn more. Oh, well, thank you, Paul. It would be my pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks. My thanks to our sponsors today, Archives.com, Elysium Health, and Cachava. Check out our show notes for more information about our sponsors, and please support the show by supporting our sponsors. My thanks to you, our wonderful Not Old Better Show audience here on radio and podcast. Please remember, be safe, everyone, and let's eliminate assault rifles. Assault rifles are unnecessary and instill fear in our children and grandchildren in the very place they learn, school. Please, let's do this. And please, let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show on radio and podcast. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next time.